Welcome back, everyone. It is Tiff O. Hey, ho. And it's the pretty Ricky, 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 Ricky. Hey, and we are back for another episode recap and discussion of Queen Sugar, the final season, season seven, episode nine, titled Whisper to Us. Is it Whisper or Whispers? I don't know. I don't think it matters. Anyway. <laughs> I think you have it right. I think it's Whisper. <laughs> um... My overall impression of the episode is I think they, it was still kind of lackluster, but I think it did a lot of setting up for where we're going to end up in the finale, wherever that is. So I think it did a lot of closure and, and new beginnings, if you will. What are your initial impressions? Lackluster as well. I feel happy that I got at least one answer. <laughs> I feel confident to say like, yes, one answer. And one of my predictions rather came out to be correct so I predicted correctly I think uh -huh. you did as well uh so I guess answers that answer was covered I'm trying to think what else and I'm hoping this cha chapter is closed but you and I guess we'll discuss to see if we can truly close the chapter so um yeah but we did get some information so it was informative and it was okay informative good word so let's start with our girl, Nova. Okay, so Nova is with her high school beau. You remember her name? Was it Cassidy? Camille. You're Camille. thinking about this is us. want to call her Cassidy so bad. Yeah. So <laughs> she's with Camille, and they hang out all day. They go for a stroll. They go to Nova's house. They go to where Camille used to work. Okay. And so in their whole day, we learn some things about Nova and Camille we learned that Nova stood up Camille they were supposed to be going to the homecoming dance or something together they were supposed to have like their first public dance and appearance but Nova was outed to her dad and I think Charlie was the one that outed her right and that's why her and Charlie didn't get along for a while when it was Billy Billy yes okay that's okay. what led the tear in their friendship for all those years yes maybe that's why Billy keeps talking about Camille because she's trying to make uh good on herself you know what I'm trying to say like because oh. I uh, yeah. then, you know, go follow up with Camille so you can see, but I don't know. Because I'm just like, Billy, why are you still talking about it? So anyway, um, so Nova was outed to her dad and Nova stood up Camille. And so Nova, of course, re-explains to Camille that her dad never looked at her the same after he found out. But Camille is like, you know, your dad would come visit me at the store often and he even encouraged me to reach out to you. So that makes Nova feel relieved and better to know that her dad, you know, wasn't disappointed in her or whatever the feeling she thought he had. Um, forever. We also learned in this episode uh, through their frolicking that Nova does not see herself as a mom. She does not see herself as bearing children or she says that's not her path. Um, she loves being an auntie though. And we see at the end that they finally have their public dance to SWV week nonetheless. That's all I got about Nova. I was just kind of <laughs> over it. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I know we're going to talk about Nova again with her uh, banning stuff but as far as Camille I hope Nova can now move forward with Dominic Dominic's supposed to be coming back into town um so hopefully now that she's scurried through all her past history she's uh, I hope that this chapter of Camille is done I have the feeling that it is mm. even Nova kind of nodded to like oh our timing's off again and that's when Camille was like just enjoyed this time pretty much mm. um so yeah, hopefully this is everything that Nova needed and <laughs> we can move forward in peace yeah. with Dominic. Um, and yeah, that's what I got to say about Nova and Camille. You? I think this is a very in-depth 
quick recap because you touched on uh, all the high points. I too am hoping, that's what I was kind of alluding to earlier, that this truly is the close of the chapter because it seems like Camille just wanted her dance and um, is okay with the dance. And I predicted, I said, oh my gosh, I think it may be something with the kissing ball or something happens, but I'm glad it was no type of romantic anything. Well, I mean, I guess the dance, you can look at yeah. that or something. But as far as it looks as though, like, is Nova going to go back to what she said that she worked so hard to overcome? Like, is she going to just be faithful? It seems as though, even though she was kind of, I don't know, on the borderline of this one. Yeah. So, um, but she didn't kiss her. And so I'm hoping it's closed. But my initial thought, because, you know, the scene opens up and they're in the park. And I'm like, well, why though? Like, why can't you just meet and you're going to meet at the park, you know, have on your workout attire, you know, sit at a bench and talk. Like, why did it have to be the full day? Because now as I'm talking, I'm realizing it's like this whole, it is really this romantic part. It is like them trying to, I don't know, I guess they they had the conversation, but I just don't like how it started with this romantic yeah. scene. And then I was like, are y'all really trying, like y'all trying too hard to act like, okay, I don't want to get too close. Because did you notice they were like 25 feet apart? And I'm like, but why do we have to set it up like this? Like, like I don't walk with Tiff and I were walking apart. I'm not going to be that far away. So I don't know what they were trying to do with them walking far apart. Then towards the end, they're kind of together. So I don't know if it was just to show you know, Nova's trying, the back and forth, what could this be, trying to keep us on edge with it all. I was very much over it. I hope that they got everything, hope Nova got everything she needed. Um, Camille seems really cool. I did make a note that she was doing a little gym dropping, and she just talked about just like every decision that we make, basically these daily yeah. decisions, right? They lead us to steps on our path, and so it's not about like trying to, I guess, we do them it's just recognizing that you never know that one small decision so-called small right could be this big decision that could have led to something so different well like that's a really good point yeah so um I do think I like Camille and what she was saying but I am totally okay with us never exploring Camille and Nova again this and I guess um Nova had to put her soul at ease by finally apologizing to Camille about you know leaving her we didn't care but Nova did so I guess that's important <laughs> for Nova's growth to right her wrongs you know how she is about her wrongs um and maybe if if you perceive them being far away and then becoming closer together as the episode went on maybe they did that by design yeah that's like maybe some of this is by design but I also felt like the last episode she said I'm so sorry you know, like I was okay with the I'm so sorry part. And if they want to truly just like, okay, let's re let's rekindle in the sense of let's catch up. Like it didn't need to be the whole date thing. Like you said, the all day thing or the next day thing. And then we got to go out to eat. And then we got to go here. And then we got to go sit. It just was too much. <laughs> it was not unnecessary. So I don't know. So yes, we know, wanted to know that she wanted to apologize. Maybe the first apology that I thought happened last episode, like maybe that wasn't enough. Maybe she had to fully go into detail and of course they're going into detail allowed us to really understand the full picture but I yeah. got that over a soda you know at yeah. the yeah. at the restaurant in front of the people and I would have been okay with that too we could have still got this information answered so she almost did a Calvin on Camille oh kind of yeah okay well I don't want to spend no more time on Camille okay uh, <laughs> I will go yeah. over to five, even though Nova is wrapped up in a couple of uh, people's storylines, but I will move over to Vi and initially just say that when we first see Vi in Hollywood, 
Faya's sad that Joaquin and his little brother are gone. She's happy that they're safe and reunited, but she misses them. So that answers the question that we had, like, will Joaquin still be working at the diner? The answer is no. Um, but, you know, her and Hollywood are still considering doing their fostering thing. And yeah, but it's like, it's going to be hard to let them go. I don't really know if I'm cut out for it, but they're going to do it. So also in this episode, Vi has a visit from what I believe is a wholesale distributor type person. And he comes in because Vi's Pies is viral on social media. So some influencer who has like over a million followers swears by her pies. And we learned that Vi's Pies has long lines at the market and sells out within minutes to hours. So the dad of one of the people who, or one of the children who go to the market and get the pies comes in and is like, I want to try all the pies. And upon the first bite of the apple pie, he is hooked, okay? So he's like, you want your powers and swords? And this, my friend, is a full circle moment. And I wanted to praise dance with Aunt Bai. She played it real cool, but you know, as she soon did. as you want to know, she shouted glory. And I am too excited for Bai. Like, this, is, I don't even have words for it other than full circle, like... Mm-hmm. It's amazing. I know they're fictional characters, but I just remember from the beginning when she started with her pies and when she had that we were fighting for a little shelf space or it wasn't even a shelf space, that little display in the grocery store. And now she yeah. got this distributor who came back because the guy who she knew had got out the business. He retired. There we there and we remember Darla was like, no, nah, we got to go to the market. And then the people will come and the people are coming, child. So, yes. And the worker even like, yeah, everybody know what's his name? of Demetrius yeah girl he loves you and so I'm like this is is a full circle moment but also can we just acknowledge that it's a brother that also came up there so now this dude came to her a brother and and it's like full circle in that way too like I'm about to look out for you because by Hollywood um the borderlines they all borderlines they all want to make sure that it's about community we all here to support each other so the fact that a brother came back and we feel like he is going to be the pathway to her being in stores that's a that's a praise hallelujah shout right there too that part yes so i'm excited for what's to come with on by and her pies and mm-hmm. hopefully we can see it manifest and all that but um anything else about on by in that regard no we will return after this quick ad break stay with us okay well i'm gonna skip on over to hollywood Mm-hmm. So, as we all know, even though I did think he had children before, but that has been debunked. Um, he is not a biological father, but he loves being a father figure to boys. So he is getting together an alliance of fathers. I can't remember the name he had for. What was it? Fathers? Do you remember? The shirt says something like "Dad's on patrol." Yeah, Dad's on patrol. <laughs> um, so they go around shining their fatherly fatherly wisdom on any kid who's willing to listen. And so while at the school for Nova school board meeting, okay, so digress to Nova again. Nova is supposed to be convincing the board not to ban her book and other books about racism and whatnot, okay? So let's talk about this school board meeting for one second. Okay. We see earlier in the episode when Camille was at her house, Nova was going over a piece of her speech, but we didn't get to hear much of it at all. And so we just heard Nova talking about how pretty much she's going to go big or go home because that's how she does. But during the meeting, we hear the white man give his impassioned plea as to why his son and other children like him does not need to know the history of the land of the people, 
But when Nova gets up to do her plea, she is constantly interrupted and there's a lot of arguing and Nova barely says two sentences before her time is up. Okay, mm -hmm. and so I was really annoyed with this because I'm like, this is the second time Nova has gone before the board of some sort and has either given a subpar speech or whatever. It was just too much because on um, by when that white man is interrupting her, on um, by is trying to check that white man and the other people seeing stuff in Hollywood trying to check them and keep everybody in order. So it was just disorderly to say the least. And so here comes the vote, which was like two seconds. And the decision is to ban the books. And so, like I said, I was just very annoyed with all this because I'm like, this is the best you had, Nova. Like this is what you do, Nova. You are an activist. You get people moving because of the things you say. And I feel like maybe you were uh, 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 stuck on Camille waiting to get back to her later on that day. I don't know. But I just feel like <laughs> this was not her best foot. And I was really kind of, I mean, she couldn't change their decision. I don't know if she could change their decision or not. But I just feel like there was not enough given for this very important topic. And perhaps it was because this topic was mainly brought up to have Hollywood, going back to Hollywood, to tie it to him um, wanting to become involved in uh, being an official. So after the 3-2 th vote and the tiebreaker, he just gave up. He was like, whatever, I don't care. So he just gave the people what they want, the people who would allow this what they wanted. Mm. Um, Hollywood decides he personally needs to do something about it. And so Ava DuVernay puts in a little PSA for us all about how we need to get out and vote in this upcoming election if we haven't already. Because this, this is the election. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, you better talk about these midterm elections and it's important to know about your local, we running for local government everything. So yes, good yes. job. Very fitting. Like, this is what impacts our lives. This mm -hmm. right here. So y'all get up and do it. So yeah. Hollywood decides he's going to run for a seat and they think he can do it. And I even sound excited about this as well. I feel like Hollywood got a lot of stuff going on between the fostering, the dad's on patrol, and now he's trying to run. But, you know, I'm here for him and his community and I think he can pull it out. But um, what are your thoughts on all this? Yeah, I feel like Jimmy Hollywood was a little bit MVP of this episode. Like we see him so in some of the others like really show up, but just what he wants to do personally as far as kids and then within his community and how he's willing to take this step. So I actually, yeah, I feel like there's a lot on his plate, but if Charlie can have all the things on her plate and I think, I think it's more than enough. And I think he had, he's going to have the backing, like they mentioned of the, the diner and everyone, everyone else. So it's just interesting because I don't know if I ever would have thought Hollywood, I didn't see him necessarily in this kind of role. And I said, I don't think he is not fit for it, but it's like interesting. I never would have, thought that Hollywood wants to be because in a way it's still the spotlight right like he's still of course behind the scenes working but in that kind of a public way so it was just like hmm I didn't, I didn't think of it, him like this but I think he'll be perfect for the job and he's very passionate so I am okay with him going this route I also like how they show that you know if you see something if there's a need like kind of like figure out how what you can do it's always something that you can can do and figure out how that looks for you um, as far as Nova, I didn't really, I know it's still Hollywood, but I didn't really get, um, I just thought that she was so interrupted. So yeah, we didn't get to really hear her speech. And it's just the frustration of how it happens like that. Like, why is it the squeaky one that keeps, I guess, getting getting all, all the notice? And so I just feel like the leadership could have been done a whole lot better yeah. and that it was not fair. So I was more frustrated by the process and how you said it was disorderly. Then I looked at it, um, 
kind of like Nova maybe not being prepared, but that's a good point. Like you said, this is what she do. Maybe it's something she could have kind of said and just stopped everybody quiet. Like maybe it's something she could have done differently because, you know, that personal life, you know, she had like a lot part. I mean, like the little piece we got to hear didn't sound just that convincing. <laughs> so <laughs> like, what, how you gonna hit them with Angela Davis? These people don't want to hear about her. So how you gonna hit them? I guess because like she told Camille, I go hard, but I'm like, <laughs> that's not the line you need to get these people to come on your side. You got like 20 people in opposition and two people who are your family on your proposition. So that's what I meant by like, I just feel like she wasn't in the game, but no, you're correct. Uh, like, I think it was good. I think it was good how they shine the light on, I can give you respect, but then the squeaky wheel can't give us respect. And then we end up losing because we trying to be respectful. Yeah. And a lot of so frustrating because- as white people particularly, we try to be respectful and do things the right way. And then we end up losing yeah. in the end because of that. Yeah. And I think Nova's point, and maybe like she could have done a different way of, I don't know if it, it landed correctly, but it was almost like, this is how I live my life. The truth is dark. The truth is painful, but it's best to live in the truth than to live in a lie. And I thought because she, you know, the book and everything that she's gone through, in writing that and with her family, which they may not even know. Like, so I don't know if it landed in that way, but I see the point that she was trying to make about, we just need to tell the truth. This is not about a theory. This is about the truth. Yeah, and yeah. people need to know the truth of our history. We can't just erase African-American history. We can't just erase us. We are, <laughs> girl. Anyway, so I was just getting upset. I was, it was very frustrating, but um, I got her point, but maybe it just didn't land like it should have landed at least this group of people that were just being just rude <laughs> yes so um, by in hollywood got their plights so i'm excited for them so let's yeah. move over to micah okay i wanted to hug micah again but for this time a good reason like pat him on his back so <laughs> micah has recovered from the whole nft thing and as we predicted or ricky predicted i wonder if this is the prediction you were talking about he learned from his losses he had he had a loss but he's learned from his losses and he's moving toward his purpose and passion. And so um, I liked how he took photos of like aggravated man, or excuse me, the man formerly known as aggravated man <laughs> and, um, and all of them and how they were helping save his land. And one of yeah. the photos that they zoomed in on was of aggravated man embraced with another man. So I'm like, oh wait. And then Micah on top of that. So I've seen the photo. I'm like, oh, okay, aggravated man. So so, so you showing some brotherly love because back in the day, you had issues with that. But Micah doubled down and is like, I want to use this photo in my art show or and sell the proceeds, I mean, sell the photo and then use the proceeds for the co-op. And I'm like, oh, here we go because aggravated man going to be like, uh-uh, don't be doing that. But as Ricky said, we have a new page on aggravated man. He is... um. This actually opens up the conversation for aggravated man to apologize to Micah for the rough things he said to him before when Micah had his photos of him and his mm -hmm. best friend um, at the real spot. And I love that moment. And I was just like, man, Ricky was right. This dude has had a, a change of heart. <laughs> so aggravated man is also like, you know, anything for the co-op, I'm here for it. Like they helped me. So if you want to sell these photos to help the co-op, let's do it. So I don't know if you want me to pause before I continue. You you want me to continue or you got some stuff to say? 
Well, that isn't my big um like check off list. Like, hey, this is the one we've been really waiting to hear that we talked about. That's not my big prediction, but I did every time I see aggravated man now, I think of you and I just kind of <laughs> chuckle to myself. Like, look at him on his apology tour. Cause last last episode, he talked to um Ralph Angel. And then now he's talking to Micah. So, you know, I was taking in all the feels from this. <laughs> okay, so uh, we see later in the episode that Micah does sell that photo. And girl, we see Snake roll up, okay? Uh, oh, oh, well, that's so, oh, that's awesome. Oh, we got some more stuff for the NFT. All right. Wow. You cannot have the mitigated gall, the audacity <laughs> right. to come up here mm-hmm. after spending all my money Right. I sold out my family. And you didn't even right. let me enjoy none of it. Right. And you want to come rolling up like we still good? Like, have no. you even gotten back to my text and my calls? Correct. Um, where is my portion? And why have you maxed this out? And what's Correct. going on? Is this my first time seeing you? I had all these thoughts. Yes. Like, our business is done, bruh. Like, <laughs> this is a new Micah. This Micah don't yeah. play. I'm, I'm back focused. Okay. So, yeah. Micah's like, no, thank you. Um, we also see later, which is a lot of rallying going on in this episode, we see Micah rallying other artists, outliers, to do the art that they want, the art that they need. We see our girl Kiki, you know, yeah. from St. Joe. <laughs> Shout out to St. Joe. <laughs> and the professor. And I, I'm kind of sensing that Micah is kind of come up, trying to come up with like a co-op type situation. Yeah, oh, call it co-op. Okay, okay, great. He called um, it. I think he said something like we can come up with our own collective, but the same. Like, like I think the same. Yeah, premise. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, I think it was just the same premise of that, like the NFT, like how they were bringing people together. I think it's just he wanted to start a collective, but based upon like work that means something. Yes, and I'm happy for Micah. I'm happy for where Micah is about to go. So again, bye Hollywood, Micah. I'm like, okay, we're setting them up for their ending, and I'm I'm excited to see where they go. Um, and I'm excited that that part of Micah's life, that NFT world, is done. I don't know if there's supposed to be a PSA about you know you can go into NFT and it's not substantial arts. Like it's a quick way to make. It might be a way to make some quick money, but it's not substantial art. It's not meaningful art. I don't know if that's what they were trying to say. I'm not an NFT guru, but um, I'm just glad that Mike is off the NFT train and back focused yeah. on what he started photography for. All right. Yeah, and I like how you see when he was doing stuff with the NFT dude. Like it was, it was the professor wasn't really in that, right? And so now you see like the professor <laughs> there as well as Kiki. So it's just like the support on a different level. So I'm like, okay, he's like, I'm gonna let you go ahead and um fly a little bit, you know, spread your wings. But yeah, I'm believing he's gonna come right on back. And so there, sure enough, the professor was there to support. That is so true. Yes. Okay. And that's why they kept having Professor and Kiki back. And the professor ain't been around for a while. So yeah. So I like that connection, girl. Yeah. All right. So um, let's move over to Darla. Okay. So Darla and Ralph Angel, when we first see them, they have a conversation about Chase. And from what I gathered from the conversation is that Ralph Angel really wasn't here or okay with Darla and the extortion. Like, this dude gonna really be paying his money. And, um, but darling, like, Mm-mm, this is what he owe, and it's for the mm-hmm. benefit of the co op. So I did what I did, and I'm good with it. Any thoughts about Ralph Angel? Like, do you agree? Did you also perceive that he wasn't really okay with that whole extortion part? 
No, I didn't. Oh. I didn't know. Like, I didn't know that at the time. But now it was so it was eye opening for me. Like, oh, okay. So I guess he didn't know everything that Darla was going to present to him. So I'm like, okay, I learned that. But um, it was just more, uh, I guess, eye open to me that he's still so unsettled about this blue and chase situation. Yeah. So speaking of that, I'm going to cut mm-hmm. over to Ralph Angel talking to Hollywood. So okay. Ralph Angel asks Hollywood, like, hey, you know, do you go to therapy? And Hollywood's oh, not, yeah. not like, I don't, but you should. Like, it's not a bad thing. And so Ralph Angel confides in Hollywood that, you know, he is still very angry with Chase for raping Darla. His, like, that's yeah. my wife. It, it, and Hollywood can relate to, you know, that type of anger that Ralph Angel has because Jimmy Dale used to be, you know, his wife. So he's like, yeah. I get it. I really do. But dude, you're going to have to let it go for yourself, not for them. But Ralph Angel's like, I'm not here for this. Like, I'm not letting it go. <laughs> so what will come of this? Because like you said, I thought we were done, but he's, he's yeah. completely settled. So. And it just when, gave me that vibe when, he, when I thought he did such, such a good job when they were moving the sandbags and Mike was like, Uncle, Uncle Ra, like, are you okay? And so I just saw that again in his eyes, like, I don't know. And so, yeah, intense healing is going to have to happen because like Hollywood said, end of the day, you got to support your wife and love your wife and try to reshift your focus, but it's so hard. So I don't know if we're going to explore more as we're on our healing journey of just that forgiveness piece, right? Like maybe is this going to be something that Ralph Angel is truly going to have to work to forgive? And it was just also so sad that even though they have the papers in place and at one point, you know, he was like just expressing to Darla his concern that somebody can take his kid away. And it's just how that is so heavy on him still. Like even though they have him signing the papers and we feel like Chase doesn't want anything to do with Blue, like Ralph Angel is the fact that he, Chase beat, you know, right. Well, not he raped Darla and that he knows that this is more likely the child's biological father. It just seems like he's not going to be okay <laughs> with this man still being alive. And, you know, he's not okay with Blue being in D.C. too next to him. So it's just two big, two deep things, you know? Next to Blue, that's right. And maybe the extortion part, like the fact that we have to keep communicating in some oh, sense. Oh, that's the part. Like every every month I get triggered because I see his name yes. on his check. Yeah. Yes. That's probably what it is. Okay. Um, Anything else about that particular piece before we continue on? No, just a woo-woo-woo because I had thought that this whole thing that Chase and Darla and Rock Angel, I thought it was kind of almost, I knew it wasn't gone away, but it was kind of something that wouldn't be lingering, but we just see that it's going to come up here. (laughs) It's lingering. (laughs) Yeah. So speaking of Chase, still, um, we see for some point of the episode, Nova, Darla asks Nova to come over to the mill, and Nova does, and Darla lets her know, like, look, I've changed my mind about, oh, I want to first point out again, (laughs) Nova's like, look, I'm not going to do the movie, I told him no, and I'm so sorry. (laughs) Yes, she did, she did. No, 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 it's different this time, like, do it put my story in there, but you're not going to end my story there. You're going to add, you know, whatever parts that she feels like make her the victor instead of the victim. And so I'm like, okay, well, go ahead. Write your story, girl. Let the people know. Empower the people. So I think we got it, people. We're going to have Blessings and Blood, the movie. Yes, and that was my big aha. Like, okay, this is what it was for. The prediction of, are they just not going to do it? Or come on now, if you're going to do it, you're going to change some things up. And so now we see that it looks like it's going to be a movie and Darla is all in. 
yes. with the edit <laughs> that needs to take place. Yes. <laughs> like, so, show how I extorted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to just show him ending and I'm defeated. No, I am the uh, uh, victor. I'm, I got victory in this situation. Her story wasn't complete when you put it up in there. Okay. Mm -hmm. Finish my story. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of finishing the story, by the end of the episode, okay. So, during the episode, we see Darla is working to repair the mill. And then somehow it comes up that the parts are coming from Landry Enterprises. They're like, how does stuff getting work? And they're like, that's coming from Landry Enterprises? That don't seem right. Like, why would they be selling off their parts? So, we learned by the end of the episode that the Black man that worked at the loan office had been fired because he had been complaining about his white counterpart for years. And so this last complaint about him not treating, I guess, Black farmers or landowners or owners correctly got him fired. So he leaves with his box of documentation, okay? He's like, if you gonna fire me, <laughs> if you gonna fire me, I've been waiting for the day you fire me. Okay. So anyway, he tells uh, Darla and Ralph Angel that, you know, the loan office sits on y'all applications, whereas the Landry's, they accept bribes from them. Their accounts are way past due, should have been confiscated so long ago. And the Landry's are barely even viable. They have like no money. And so what did you think about this revelation? I'm like, oh, okay. So how y'all gonna build stuff? Or maybe that's why y'all trying so hard to build? Like, what did you think about this revelation? Yeah, well, just how stuff works. So, you know, I got frustrated again about the systems that are <laughs> in place. Um, yeah, outside of that, it's like, oh, okay. Kind of more along with what you're saying. Okay, so we trying so hard because you really have to fight for this because you don't just have all this money up. And then they have to probably get people out of jail and all the stuff they had to do. So, yeah, your money is not as long as you want to act like it is. The land your name don't go how you could. I mean, it's still, I guess, it's carrying weight, but now that we see inside the pockets, in the pockets, um, got cotton in them, okay? Then I had a coin. So Darla and Ralph Angel uh, go over to Anbai's house and shares the update with them, and Anbai sees landmarkers on Betty's land, so Anbai's like, Betty will not want this. And so now, Anbai <laughs> um, is about to set out to track down Betty once and for all. And I say, finally. <laughs> like, what do you have on them? And who is this Betty? Well, we know who Betty is. But why you keep talking about Betty? I think Betty's going to end up being the saving grace somehow. But I'm yeah. interested to see. Let's finally meet this Betty. And I hope Anbai um, is right about this Betty. What you got? Yeah, I'm just interested. Did they ever mention Parker's relationship with her mom? That's Betty, right? Parker. Yeah, Parker. yeah. But I'm just thinking, like, it's just so interesting because it can go either way, right? Because if her daughter, who we know is all on her father's side, and of course, uh, buying the team, like, you know, the family, they are so against it. So it's just interesting to know, since she's, so, since she's related to, you know, of course, that's her daughter. I'm just interested to know those dynamics. I just didn't know if yeah. they did anything. Me too. Like, did she raise Parker or did the Landry's take Parker away or... <laughs> maybe cast away Betty. I don't know. Yeah, um, I just hope she doesn't have like she feels like she has this allegiance to her daughter to support her. You know, I I, I don't know. It, it's going to be interesting, but I do believe ultimately she will be the saving grace. I hear you. Okay, well, good. So next episode, we're going to see some fire on the land, and I'm like, really? I don't like. I really don't need to see no fire because like the Landrys, I think, are back in the picture. So it's they set it up almost like the Landrys are burning up the land. Yeah, like they do back in the day. 
And I'm kind of frustrated with that if that's really what's happening. Hopefully it just got really dry and uh, <laughs> it just caught on fire. But we get the wedding, we get the prosper and and what's her name? I'm about to call her Annie. What's her name? Sandy. Sandy. Yeah, Sandy. You got it. <laughs> Sandy's wedding. So that's gonna be cute. But um Anything, I mean, it's uh, gonna be cute until it's not because it can't give us that wedding that we had, like when Darling Ralph Angel. I mean, yeah, Darling Ralph Angel got married, and it's like, oh, it was such a beautiful episode. And I feel like it's gonna now we're gonna get the drama. It's like, can we just have a beautiful episode for the wedding? But no, it's not gonna <laughs> end that way. They were like, oh, you don't want the land drama? Okay, well, we'll show you how Queen Sugar is without the land drama. Okay, yeah, <laughs> we're like, do 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 do. All right, well, we got some showdown happening. I'm still needing my Charlie. I know everybody's trying to boss up and be a Charlie, but I just, I really still need Charlie. I miss her. Even my husband, who does not watch Queen Sugar, was like, wait, she's not on here? I was like, no. He was like, but wasn't she the main character? I was like, I don't know if she was the main character. He was like, she kind of was the main character. So his theory is that she didn't come back for money purposes. I was like, oh, don't say that. Interesting. Now, now, mind you, he don't watch nothing about it. He don't know Charlie's real name or anything. He's just like, that has to be it, right? <laughs> like, why wouldn't she be back for the last season? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> no, I miss her too, though. In fact, when Darla was at the sugar mill, like, standing a certain way for some reason, I said, that just reminded me of Charlie, like, being here. So I really hope we get at least one full episode where she just comes in and we see her. And I guess if they don't do that, at least her face outside of just when we saw her for the christening. I want to see her another good time. Yes. Another good time. At least one more, y'all. At least one. At least one. At least one. Please. <laughs> All right, girlfriend. Well, until next time. Bye. Bye. Hey y'all, Queen Sugar is back on OWN every Tuesday, which means spoiler alert is back for season three. So tune in every Wednesday or Thursday to catch our recap and discussion of the latest episode of Queen Sugar. And don't forget to follow and like us on Facebook and Instagram at Spoiler Alert Tiffo Ricky.